walk around and disregard it. Should you walk around, show you what heart is. Standing strong and proud of me, and I can't. Let's get started. It's the hardest. Walk around and disregard it. Should you walk around, show you what heart is. Standing strong and proud of me, and I can't. Let's get started. Yeah, get your boots ready. We're about to go on a trip where we wrestle nobody settling or calling it quits. You're here for the grit, betcha this stuff is amazing. You're stumbling, welcome to the bump in the apron. Step into it, the hardest part of the ring. Here to bring fun, yeah, in this art he is king. It's the best thing, making sure you don't tap out. Don't go soft with the hardest part cast out. And it's not just another one, it's clear. Off the rest, in this content, none can test. Take the nonsense off the steps. You know it's nothing but Pure gems when it's coming off the chest. Get it? Now it's time to sit and relax. Get your mind blown away. Ain't no skipping this track. Have you paid more attention? No listening gap. Get everything I ever wanted. No giving it back. Yeah. Ooh. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Apron Bump Podcast. I'm your host. The hardest part of that there ring, Kyle. As uh, as some as some call me, as as the missus calls me, as my uh, gynecologist calls me, whatever you would like to call me and uh, shove up my ass is up to you, really. So I don't even know why you're bothered by it. <clears throat> ECW Cyber Slam 1996 is the show we are covering today. It's an ECW show. Not not gonna surprise you. I mean, you, you get all the classics. You get kendo sticks. You get women getting kicked in the face repeatedly. You get uh, chairs, tables, Sabu. You get Taz breaking people's necks. You get uh, Brian Pillman whipping out his cock and stabbing a fan with a knife in the face repeatedly. Just the usual run-of-the-mill stuff you see in a wrestling program is what we got here at CyberSlam 19, which is a funny name. Um, but we do get a lot of uh, story progression here. Uh, since I last left you on the ECW timeline, um, in between the last show and this show, we have seen a world title change. I guess that at a TV taping, I guess you would call it, um, just on their normal TV show, uh, Raven defeated the Sandman to become the new ECW champion. So uh, the flock is uh, on uh, on 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 uh, in, in the tree, very high up, because it's like high, you know, on top, right? Because birds. <sighs> So Raven's champion and uh, Sandman is getting his rematch on this show in the main event, which ECW title in the main event. I think that might be a first. I could be wrong, but uh, it's very rare, if nothing else. Um, Shane Douglas is uh, recently returned, so he's just headed back to ECW, while on the other hand, Mick Foley is on his way out. So uh, they're already doing the Mankind vignettes, so... You got that kind of passing ships in the night thing where Shane's coming back, Cactus Jack's leaving, and they got a little storyline based on that. So a lot of hints of realism there, which is fun to see. And of course, Brian Pillman, I referenced him earlier. That wasn't just a random reference I made. <laughs> um, he has been fired from WCW and he is not happy about it. And that is what gets, um, I think he gets that message across 
in this show. That's just my opinion. But um, some good wrestling, some, some decent wrestling, a lot of a lot of hardcore shenanigans and tomfoolery as as to be expected. But hey, I couldn't go on this this attempted manslaughter journey alone. Had to bring on a guest. Who's your guest? Hardest part of the ring, none other than Charlie from uh, well, he I guess from the Get Show podcast. He hasn't appeared in a while. Um, I hear there's a lot of backstage heat in the Get Show podcast camp. I hear uh, I hear just took a dump in Charlie's bag backstage, and now there's there's a lot of animosity there. So there's so there's some hullabaloo going on there. But go check out Charlie on Twitter at Charlie Be Bad. And uh, I don't know, maybe support his crippling gambling addiction, maybe perhaps if you want to support him, Uh, but support also the Get Show podcast, which uh, birthed Charlie, I think. Um, I think that's the story. The Get Show podcast. I've had Juss on. I've had Garn on. I've had them all on. Great group of guys. Great group of uh, Asians and a hilarious podcast. They get into wrestling. They get into some pop culture stuff, some sports stuff. They make wrestling fun. And because uh, it is at the end of the day, wrestling is a very silly thing. And they they embrace that and um, have a good old time doing it. So go check that out. All of that info in the description below. ApronBump.com for all my full episodes. ApronBump on all the social medias. And uh, oh, and stay tuned for the end, by the way where the battle for supremacy in 1996 continues, where we will uh, not only grade this show, but we'll see if any uh, superlatives come out of it. Is this the, it was uh, the best match of 96 in this show. And keep in mind, this is among WWF, WCW, ECW, the wrestling wars of the nineties, as this series has been titled. We're going to figure out if there's any matches of the year so far, worst matches of the year, best character, worst character, etc. Got a whole scoring system in place. It's a good old time. And the winner, once the year is over, whoever has the most points. I am going to buy a championship belt representative of that company. So stay tuned, folks. If you would like to listen to me recap some more ECW shows all the way back to November 1994, you know what? I'll just throw a link in the description. You can find it yourself, but you can go to apronbump.com, type in ECW in the search bar, and that'll bring you to all of the ECW shows that I've covered so far. And it's been a journey. It's all it's there's always gonna be another mountain. I'm always gonna want to make it move. It's always gonna be an uphill battle. Sometimes you gotta lose. And sometimes you gotta watch, you know, uh Spiro's Gecko wrestle in an ECW show, uh, which we do. So uh, with that, I think we uh I think we might as well get to it, huh? ECW Cyber Slam 1996 with myself and Charlie, uh, adjacently kind of sort of from the Get Show podcast. I hear you. I hear you. How's life, man? It's been a while. Uh, just same old, same old. Um, just a ton of work. It sucks because, like, I can't be, uh, like, you know, Get Show is still alive, which is great. And mm-hmm. it's like, I can't do it because it's like, I barely have time to watch anything anymore. Like, I haven't watched a whole episode of Raw SmackDown AEW in like, it feels like years. Like, ever since I just haven't podcasted. By the way, I like how you like, don't have time to watch Raw and SmackDown, but you're like, 
Cyber Slam 1996. Yeah, I'll watch the Dirt Bike Kid wrestle some matches. <laughs> I mean, you know what? It's I'd rather watch it. You know, that, 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 it's, it's kind of a joke, but literally, like, I'd rather watch this than Raw today. So, like, yeah, like uh, the only th- like the only time I keep up with wrestling now is this if it has anything to do with Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns. Yes. Everything else is kind of like, for some reason, Maximum Male Models do it for me, too. Dude, they're so fucking hilarious. <laughs> I don't know why their shit isn't on SmackDown. Or is it? I, don't, I haven't really watched a lot either, but... They don't. They don't. They don't seem like mainstreamy because like their their shit's like you know low key funny as shit. Right. But it's like you know you put that on on SmackDown like they're like touching tips and it's sort of like. <laughs> you know? Yeah. When, when you put it like that, maybe it's made for uh, Twitter <laughs> specific. They're so committed to it. Just like I, yeah. I I heard they were on last night. So I'm like, all right, let's see if I could catch it. Thank goodness they were like the last one of the last matches on SmackDown last night. They were so committed to their tags. They refused yeah. to tag each other. They just do the shit. I'm like, <laughs> See that sells me on SmackDown. That gives me a reason to tune in. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, that's uh, yeah. Pretty much. And but main thing is like I've always been a huge Sami Zayn fan, especially from like his El Generico days. Right. It's like, like I remember I was on, uh, you know, I was on Matt's podcast, and like, mm. like he was, it was, or was it his podcast? Fuck, I forgot who it was. Where they were asking, it was uh, something around the lines of Sami Zayn should be the one who beats Bray Wyatt in a match, and I was trying to argue yes. You know, because like, you know, yeah, as stupid as it sounds, I just kept arguing like, yeah, it should be him because in the end, oh, it's on a popular opinion show. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I was just singing in praises of Sami Zayn because, like, you know, like back in the day, like he was just so brilliant, mm-hmm. such smart matches. He was he could read the crowd like like no He's other. He's still so good. He just once yeah. when he gets the opportunity. Exactly. But you know, like I get it with his look. It's like how do you market that? I mean, no, sorry, Sammy. Right. <laughs> At the same time though, it's like he's almost like cartoonishly like different looking to where yeah. I feel like you could market that in a certain way. I don't know. I guess so, but it's, it doesn't put a tickle in Vince's pickle, you know. Right. So it's like I mean it's it tickled Triple H's like well, his nose. Because <laughs> <laughs> he has a big one, right? <laughs> yeah. Jew face. But um <laughs> Is Triple H Jewish? I guess Levesque. Levesque. That's pretty Jewy, right? Oh my God. Uh, Are you God. Jewish? You're not Jewish, Are right? You, me? Right, yeah. I mean, like. Can Asians you know, be Jewish? When it's convenient to me. When it's convenient to me, yeah. <laughs> Whenever it works for you. <laughs> exactly. Well, I, I want Yom Kippur off. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a few Jews in this show. ECW Cyber Slam 1996. We got a problem with the name, Charlie. No, no I got a, that transition was just so great. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guarantee you, there's at least a few Jews on this show. Oh, yeah, definitely. JT Smith. Yeah, yeah see, look at that. See, <laughs> just as Jewish as he's Italian. I mean, it's the same. <laughs> but yeah, man, so you got a chance to uh, check out this this lovely, lovely show here. I mean, I just read the cliff notes. That's fine. That's fair. You might as if, well. If there's, if anyone ever writes cliff notes on ECW show, it's written like in crayon, of course. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the, the commas and and, and periods just use interchangeably. <laughs> slobber marks all over it and smells. Why like, is there a hyphen here? <laughs> smells like hepatitis. How do you misspell the word it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what do you think of the show, dog? Oh my god! It was like at times it was really hard to watch. At times it was like I couldn't stop laughing hysterically. Like yeah. 
there were some matches where I wouldn't expect to fall asleep, but I, I like in my notes, I'm like, I woke up and like, oh, this match is on. Yeah. Like I don't even know what happened <laughs> in the last match. I would literally wake up and be like, oh god, right. <laughs> like, what did I miss? When Nothing. was the last ECW show that we did together? I can't. Oh my god. I think it's I been a while. It's probably like it's been a long time. It really has. Probably a year has passed in this timeline since we last did one. Because like there was, yeah. we did that one match where Sandman was all coked out and he was facing Cactus Jack in a Last Man Standing match or something. Nothing's changed. Uh, Benoit was there. It was oh, yeah, a little weird. The, the time. hands, right? Where his hands are like this <laughs> in the same fucking. I'm gonna same. end your life. <laughs> I'm gonna enter you. Well, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Sorry. Well. Yeah, but yeah, not a lot has changed, but some has changed, if that makes any sense. But we, we still get these ridiculous jobber matches to open the show. So at least we have that. We have a uh, good old six man tag match here. We got Judge Dredd and the Bad Crew. The Bad Crew, of course, comprised of Dog and Rose. So that's the Bad Crew versus Dino Sandolph. Donnie Allen and the Dirt Bike Kid. What a uh, hmm, what a cast of characters. I mean, it's. I'm, I'm glad you ran by the names because I, I remember like I wrote in my notes. So I was sitting there like I went to rewind to catch the names of all these guys. And I realized I didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, wait, don't care. <laughs> I was like, I was just wondering. I was like, start, ah, screw it. <laughs> like, like, I got the card off of cage match. That's the only reason. I know any of these guys' names. Oh, I should. That, that was genius. I should have just did that because, like, the audio on the show was just so horrific. There yeah. were times where I'd just be like, I don't know what they just said. Because I, 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 like, watched the uh, the Billy Billy link that I might have, might have sent, sent it to you a while ago um, yeah. for, like, an old ECW show. But I watched it yeah. on that, and I was like, this is kind of shitty. Let me go ahead and check Peacock and see if the quality is any better. And it, like, wasn't really. It's, like, slightly better, but not enough to suffer through their dubbed-over music. So I should have went to Billy Billy because yeah I missed the music I was just thinking about that too it's like like some of the songs are like ah oh, these these knockoffs are right well yeah, there weren't a lot of entrances on the show to be fair so I guess it didn't really make oh. a whole lot of difference but um yeah man so this opening match is probably like a minute long uh the crowd is chanting you all suck I think <laughs> uh trash is literally getting thrown in the ring just because nobody gives a shit about these guys and then uh. Yeah, the bad crew get the win with, uh, I don't know if it's a, a better version of the heart attack or a shitty doomsday device, but they get the win. And then a Sandman comes out and canes everybody and he's like, yo, and then that's about it. So thoughts? I I hated it until until I until like Sandman came out. I'm like, oh, I get it. Because actually it would be, it was a great way to rile the, that crowd up. Yeah, was, I think I think so. You know, just see like there's nothing like. Watching Sandman run around caning everybody, I I think it's always it's, works. Yeah, exactly. So so uh, no complaints. It did its trick. Do you think this was deliberately supposed to be a bad match for for Sandman to save the day? No, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they tried. They tried their damn. <laughs> we got the dirt bike kid. You go out there and you give it your all. Mm. So like you know this trick. <laughs> no, I I I think I just uh, argued against myself. Yeah, like like Heyman Heyman probably told him, hey. Do your best. Knowing that that pop is gonna be huge when the caning commences, you know. Right. Well, it does. The caning does commence, and Sandman's like, yeah, now it's time to get extreme. So our next match is Spiro's Gecko versus El Puerto Ricano. 
What's your favorite? What's your favorite Spiro's Gecko match? Oh yeah, uh, it was God. I that, that, you can't. That, there's no jokes that write himself here. <laughs> I can't. I was I was gonna try to think of something funny. You can't because <laughs> it's just. It, you actually. I'll be honest with you. My favorite match of Spiro Greco was this one, mm, which is also one. my worst. Hopefully, it's his only one match. It's his worst one. His his funniest one, his <laughs> scariest one, because that, thankfully that's the only Spiro. I can't say his name. What is his name? Again? Spiro Greco. Spiro's Gecko. I think it's how you pronounce it. Good lord! It's like well, he's Greek, you see, so it can't be just oh. Greco. So it's a, a little different. I think it would have been funnier if they used his actual name because it would have been at least nine syllables. Yeah. What what does what would his real name be? Uh, Spiro's Greco Napoleon. Spanking. Spankopita? Is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> Spankopita. Oh, I thought it was Spiro with no tomato. Yes. Spiro's gyro with no tomato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's for anybody unaware of Spiro's gecko. He's basically like a Tino Sabatelli kind of guy. Like, nice. uh, but if Tino did a lot of coke, that's pretty much what you get here. Because he's like he's in shape. He yeah, looks he looks pretty handsome, I guess. Kind of hairy. But uh, not a lot of substance to him. And you got El Puerto Ricano, who is the extreme rookie, as Joey Styles put put it. But uh, he's been wrestling there for like five years now. So at what point is he not a rookie? Um, there's, a, again, a, a you guys suck chant, I believe. It, the audio is a little shoddy, so it was hard to hear. But that's why I like to uh, think they were chanting. They also, there was also a you fuck sheep chant, which is, uh, yeah. again, you know. Uh, you know what? <laughs> it must have been a dream come true for ECW to sign Amish Roadkill. You know who Amish Roadkill is? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, it must have been a dream come true after, like, nine years or whatever they chanted that. They finally have a character who they can legitimately say, you fuck sheep. <laughs> <laughs> was that his gimmick? I'm not I'm not too familiar with uh, with Roadkill. Was he, a, was he a sheep fucker? No, it's just it's just like he's a farmer. He like, had right. a farmer look to him. So All farmers like, should yeah. fuck sheep. You're right. I mean, like, I as far as I know, but then like, I learned that from ECW. But yeah. <laughs> how much? How much you want to bet that even though the, the even though that guy had a Greek flag on his nuts, the mm. fans still don't know he was Greek. We also had the Greek <laughs> god on his ass. So oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> I don't know, man. They, they saw those forearms, those hairy ass forearms. They're like, that's a Greek fella. So that's, that's <laughs> yeah, male or female. <laughs> Those forearms. Sorry. Sorry, ladies. But a, a very unspectacular match. I would describe this. And any other uh, thoughts on this one? He, uh, like, Spiro. Like, oh my god, what the? F I can't say his name. Spiro's anyway. uh, uh, uh What's the sausage? What's the stupid Greek like? Uh, Lamades, Lomades. I don't know. But the yeah the uh the Geico Gecko. There we go. That, yeah, he uh. That fucker did a rest hold in ECW. <laughs> Dude, does Philadelphia not like those? <laughs> it's not that. You're used to matches are like balls to the wall. Yeah. Just crazy moves, punch, kick, like out in the ring. And then all of a sudden, this fucker throws a headlock. <laughs> uh, and right at, this is right after Sandman's out there. The crowd's on their feet. They're fucking shoving beer cans up each other's asses. Like, yeah, let's get extreme. And then we got a guy, you know, throwing out arm drags and wrist locks and... <laughs> Wins with a pump handle slam. So, hey, yo, uh, when you when you want me to do the art, the hammerlock? Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Well, poor Puerto Ricano didn't get the win here, but at least Spiro's Gecko is on his way to uh, much success. I'm sure. 
probably more success than Joe Hart could. That's for sure, because he, he's going against Taz in this next match. So Taz, he's, he's kind of on a run here where every every show he's pretty much just breaking the necks of jobbers left and right. And that's pretty much what we got here. A lot of suplexes, half and halves, uh, one at, at arm and head, uh, what the fuck judo throws and all that stuff that you expect from Taz. Wins wins with the Taz mission in like, I don't know, a minute or two. But uh, there, and then, you know, after the mat. By the way, are you familiar with uh, 911? From ECW, yeah, yeah, I've seen some of his matches. Do you do you have any? Because I guess he left for WCW around this point because him and Taz were building a feud, and, <clears throat> and I guess the story is nine one one. See, I, I did a little research. I couldn't really find a, a true answer because, like, some people said that nine one one didn't want to lose to Taz, so he left. <clears throat> More story. Sorry, I'm like choking on my own semen here. <coughs> Another. Yeah, it's the best of us. It does. Um, but then 911, I guess him and Paul Heyman had a fight of some sort, so he left whatever it is. But 911, I guess, is gone now, and he left for WCW to be Tombstone or whatever the hell he was there. Um, so Taz is just kind of mindlessly, you know, again, just breaking the necks of jobbers. Do you have any idea of like when 911 left ECW or why he left? Uh, no, no idea, actually. I mean, just you know, my green pressures, whatever, just a job. Yeah, at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, <laughs> but no, I had no idea. I I didn't know the backstory. Like, cause, no. I mean, it, it worked in our favor because like they found an athlete shorter than Taz. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, they, and it had Taz throw his ass around. And like, I admit that beatdown was a lot of fun. Right. Holy shit! Like, like that was one of those like you know whenever I used used to watch Taz matches, I used to really want to see like you know those half Nelson Taz plexes, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. like. Three syllables ahead of Taz Plex they have, you know, like, right. like you know, what I mean, like he was just throwing him around, and it's it's greater to see it when he's actually bigger than the dude. Uh-huh. So I had no complaints. It, it did its trick. Once gonna show him as a badass, but yeah. But then- but uh, <laughs> like uh, when when the EMTs came in, mm-hmm. there's this one part where like this woman EMT came in and like Taz kind of darted towards her. I could have sworn he was gonna have an armor. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I don't know why yeah. I just thought it was coming, and I was like, "Oh, oh my god, it almost happened!" And it's CCW, so you know. <laughs> hey, on this show, they're not above man on women violence. They sh- have shown yep. it, so. Yep. Yep. It was plausible, but it did not happen. Unfortunately. What does it say about me hoping it was going to happen? <laughs> hey, when it was da- all- damage control got in there to cart off Joel Hartgood, and uh, they knew what they were getting into, but luckily Taz uh, had mercy, I guess. Fucking like. Bailey and EO and Dakota just just ruined that for right. me. I I saw damage control one come in and I'm like, sir, oh. like, <laughs> your, your natural instinct was to turn it off. No, my natural instinct, but yeah, right, change the channel. <laughs> uh, what else is on Peacock? <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw on the Office, I guess, instead. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Taz, because they they put Joel Hartgood on a stretcher, and Taz just walks over to it and flips it over. It's, Fuck that guy. And then uh, a couple other jobbers come in, like, from the first match. They're like, hey, Taz, we're going to show you a thing or two. And then they all get German on their fucking heads. And uh, Poor dirt bike kid. <laughs> Poor kid. This kid. This guy can't win. Can't, can't ride a dirt bike. Can't. <laughs> exactly. It's like, it's like you know, imagine being booked for that show. Like, all right. After, after um, like, you, the fans shit on you. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get singing for Kane for a while. We want you to come back out. 
And it has to get just a little you. CTE on top of that, just yeah. to uh, put the cherry on top. That's Here's good. a little Ben Fre- like Benjamin Franklin, if you want to <laughs> get back out there. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do, man. Gotta respect I it. So. But uh, they were not able to stop Taz's wrath here, and then but, but Mikey Whipwreck comes out to uh, save the day. He punches Fawns in the face, uh, drop kicks Taz, gets a little offense in, a little Frank and Mikey action. Goes for a top rope, Frank and Mikey, but then gets caught. Head and arm suplex, Taz mission. And then, uh, yeah, fuck you, Mikey Whipwreck, I guess. But we're not done with him in this show, luckily. Luckily for us, right? Yeah, uh, pretty much. But I, I love that ending where the fans start going, oh, we want Sabu or something like that. They start chanting, like, mm. Sabu, Sabu, yeah. Sabu. And, you know, since he wasn't planned to come out, bop, bop, bop. <laughs> the ECW just does, does a little quick little cut out. It's like, hey, there's no, there's no Sabu. It's but cut, maybe he cut. did. Maybe we just cut it out. Who knows? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> well, they made us forget about it. Forget about it with this next uh, little deal, deal here. So Joey Styles is in the ring. He's like essentially introducing the show. So I guess what we just watched was like pre-mat or pre-show kind of stuff. Um, but then the lights go out. And when the lights went out, when you were watching this, what did, what did you expect? Or did, did you know what was going to happen? Or did you have any guesses? I had no guesses. I mean, ECW, that's their shit. No matter, yeah. like, they always just turn off the lights and something, someone cool, like, either someone gets brained by a by a, a chair right away or someone cool is going to come out. I mean, I thought it was going to be Sabu myself. Well, yeah, that's his usual. Like, you know, he's, like, always, like, has that pose. Like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. like, yeah, but. But it was not. It was Brian Pillman. It was Mordecai. <laughs> Kevin Thorne has hit the ring. Exactly. <laughs> he is an ECW guy. I'm just saying, fair. like that cro- when he had the cross on his back, I'm like, is that Mordecai? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, it was because it was like a he wasn't facing the hard cam. He had like yeah, the jacket like, and the jeans, and he had a cane. So it was like, yeah, it could have been Mordecai. Um, but it was not. It was one Brian Pillman, and uh, he went on to cut a promo. With Joey Styles in the ring. And I, I would describe, did you ever see that MJ, MJF promo when he was like shitting on Tony Khan? Like right before was he it left. The one like, like it was the one that was like, yeah, like fire me. Like, you fucking you know, like, Mark. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I would, I would say this was a more vulgar, less coherent version of that promo. <laughs> <laughs> fuck shit, fuck shit, Eric Bishop. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was literally like, cunt. <laughs> you are a fucking piece of shit just over and over again. Um, there's a Bischoff takes it up the ass chant, which is fun from the crowd. Dude, uh, dude, uh, yeah, Philly, Philly was in it tonight. Um, but yeah, Brian Pillman has just recently been fired by WCW. So obviously Brian Pillman's, uh, not too pleased with that. And he's like, you took away my constitutional rights, but you can't because I'm in Philly. And that's, that's where the constitution was written. The crowd kind of went mild for that. They're like, what? What's the Constitution? But uh, and then <laughs> Pillman's kind of like shitting on WCW. Well, he's very much shitting on WCW. But then he kind of turns heel and he's like, oh, Eric Bischoff, he's a piece of shit. But each mark in here is just like Eric Bischoff. You know what a mark is? A mark's a person who spends his last $20 on crack. A mark's a person that thinks OJ didn't do it. I was like, what the fuck? All right. This took a turn. But then uh, yeah, he threatens to yank out his Johnson and piss in this hellhole. And I thought we we're going to see some Brian Pillman cock. But uh, 
<laughs> fucking Todd Gordon, Todd Gordon and Paul Heyman and Shane Douglas come out to stop his Johnson. And uh, hey, this wasn't part of the deal. So they're kind of leaning into this reality kind of thing. Like this is all before NWO and Attitude Era. So I feel like ECW was ahead of the curve when it comes to that. But yeah, what do you think of this whole deal? Uh, it was, I, I just <laughs> speechless. I was, exactly. I just don't know what to say. It was just there. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that, that whole, uh, that whole segment where he starts yelling at the fans and starts explaining what a mark is. Right. Uh, like, you know, right when he says they spend their last money on crack, I'm like, not really. Like, <laughs> any fan. <laughs> Maybe in 96, that's what a mark was. <laughs> Could have been, yeah, I guess. And like, and I was just sitting there like, like it was just funny because like the fans weren't reacting to it, so either they, either they're like they're like us like what the fuck are you talking about, dude, or they just did <laughs> not get that they're getting made fun of. Right, they were just happy just to see like, Brian Pillman, so they yeah, weren't like, They're like, woo, yeah, like Brian Pillman's like, you guys are all pieces of shit. Yes, Brian Pillman. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> And like, uh, I was more amazed. Like, you know, like one third of of uh, of Paul Heyman looks good. Yeah, you see that he was like he was like tiny. I'm like, look at this fucker go. He's got some speed. I mean, he still has speed, but <laughs> like he's, when he's he's got like that. Hill, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's got that O line speed, that O like that's <laughs> lineman speed. You know right. I mean? it's like, like damn, this guy can move. Holy he shit. can move one step to the left or one step <laughs> to the right really fast, but then he's done. But but the oh, the one other thing that like like this segment just made me like laugh my ass off is I saw someone throw a tennis ball in the ring. Uh -huh. Like someone brought a fucking tennis ball. They're like, "When's a good time for me to throw this into the ring?" <laughs> Now's my I chance. I specifically brought this tennis ball to throw it at someone, and I only got one. Uh -huh. So I'm gonna throw it, and he's just like, "This is it." <laughs> just, and, then, and I think, and I think to go back to what you were saying, the fans started a "Let him piss" chant. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They don't want so to see that Pillman cock, man. I exactly. can't blame them. So these guys were asking to watch a man urinate in front of them. It's like, if you were, if this is your first ECW show, or you bring your girlfriend to a show, but hey, this show's going to be awesome. Watch this. And then you guys are like, let him piss. Let him piss. You know you're not getting a second date. Brother, if I was dating a gal, I would never bring her to yeah, an I ECW know. show. That, I know. That's that, asking for trouble. That was a Proud Boy meeting. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm sorry. That was like the because like it was like you saw like a sprinkle of like a couple like even though like of course ECW had to like put like like a hard cam on like one black guy in the in the whole like arena. Right. But <laughs> but right. it was very uh, oh, Scorpio. Two gold Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> he was a fan part time. And then he exactly. got in the ring. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, but yeah. And then, was it just me or did, did uh, Pillman come, have a fork in his pocket? Was it what, what was he stabbing? Like I, th I thought it was just a knife. Oh, okay. I mean, I mean, you like, might be I right. Because, because yeah, he pulls a fan over the barricade. Because like security is like, yeah, hey, you're doing too much. You gotta get out of here. And then him and a fan start going at it. He he rips him over the barricade, throws the fan in the ring. I'm pretty sure it's just a knife. He pull like a pocket knife. He pulls out and he just starts stabbing him in the face. This is indicative of the show because I was more <laughs> relieved to hear it was a knife. Yeah, I mean, like, because I was gonna shit on him for having a, a fucking metal fork in his pocket, like, you know, like right after, right after this promo, I'm gonna get some little main, like, like you know, we go go to Chen's across the street. He's gonna use the same fork too. It's already sauce. I don't know. <laughs> get the you, mm, Pepsi. <laughs> Look, man, 
it's uh you you walk into that arena and you're just riddled with all sorts of stds and it's like like (laughs) like it it smells like chlamydia dude i i could smell the chlamydia just watching the show somehow but yeah he's he's like going at it on this fan like a ground and pound with his knife and then shane douglas you know takes a sweet old time to come out and push him off he's like hey Security, get this piece of shit out of here. I'll beat his fucking ass tonight. He's like, all right, Shane Douglas, let's chill out. Um, <sighs> the franchise, man. Gotta love him, right? Yep, yep. Franchise. He definitely showed it this episode. He did. You, uh, I digress. No, no. We'll, we'll get back to the franchise. Don't you worry. <laughs> Don't you worry. I know you're like, man, I, I have so much to say about the franchise. I wish I could talk more, but don't worry. We'll get back to him. Lots to talk about. Let him, him piss. Let, Let him, piss. him piss. Let him piss. Is the that uh, should be the episode. That should be the name of the show <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> for this episode. I wonder if that's on his tombstone. But uh, <laughs> anyways, so how do you follow oh. up uh, attempted murder, attempted pissing in the ring, a huge debut? You you follow it with Bubba Ray Dudley versus Mister Hughes because it cuts from that segment like to mid match. Bubba's like getting beat down by Mr. Hughes. Big Dick's in the ring. Big Dick Dudley, that is. He uh, canes Mr. Hughes. What, Brian Pelman came back? (laughs) And then uh, knocks Mr. Hughes down, and then Bubba wins with the top rope splash. This whole thing was like literally 20 seconds long. He's like, was this necessary? But uh, I don't know. What'd What'd you make of that? It was just cool to see like all the Dudleys come out. Right. Cause, Cause, I knew Dudley's had like a bunch of people, and I completely forgot who. How they many were. Dudleys can you name right now? Oh, let's let's have some. Oh shit. Okay, was it T W Dudley? That's what he said. Oh, I don't like, know. I oh have, no, D W oh, Dudley. D W Dudley dances with Dudley. Dances with Dudley. That's right. There. Oh, hey, I get it. You know, Kevin Costner. Yeah. Oh, um, right. So yeah. So we got Big Dick Dudley. You got Spike Dudley. You got oh shit. Damn it, Sign Guy Dudley. Mm-hmm. You got Bubba. You got Devon. Right. I feel like I'm missing someone. Chubby Dudley. Ah, oh, dang it. I don't think he was that, there, though, to be fair. at this. No, show. he was in this event. Was he? He was in this event. Oh, yeah. No, that that was Two Gold Scorpio. <laughs> that was a friend in the front row cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's about... I mean, if there's any more Dudleys, I'm not aware. I just think that storyline is just so damn funny. Dude, like, it's great. The, the story literally is the woman's a whore. <laughs> she keeps <laughs> fucking all these guys. <laughs> she fucked the Native American. She fucked the black dude, a white dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, Someone with this is mentally challenged, like, did not discriminate. Like, the, my half-brother. <laughs> I'm like, how many half-brothers do you have? <laughs> it's I could get if you had one or two, but it's like, holy Devon shit. and Spike aren't even there anymore. It's just a... Uh, I think here it was just Big Dick dances with and sign guy. And I guess Chubby was there somewhere. But uh, weirdly enough, yeah, it's like one of the best things going in ECW at this point. And it was just like a, a minor highlight of this show because they Bubba's like so over like the crowd loves the stuttering thing. They didn't even show it here. So fuck me, I guess. I just didn't get it. I thought like like I've always known D- Bubba Dudley as a heel. So was he a face or a heel here? Because he was literally just dancing for them, <laughs> right? And smiling. So the Dudleys were originally heels. They were like aligned with Raven and all that. But then Bubba literally just organically got over. So they turned okay. the Dudleys, and I think eventually they turned heel again. Well, Devon comes in, and that kind of changes the dynamic a little bit. I think, but uh, we're almost there. I think. Gotcha. Actually, I don't know. I don't know when he comes. Uh, but I'll tell you who is here. Who's here? 
Mustafa comes to the <laughs> ring uh, without New Jack, because to quote Joey Styles, New Jack is in the slammer in Atlanta. Do you think New Jack was actually in jail or? Yes, probably. You know what? Yeah, that was I'm a stupid question. Sure. I don't even know why I asked I'm pretty that. sure he was really there. <laughs> like, we're not bailing you out this time, dude. What'd you do this time? <laughs> <laughs> the bitch deserved it. <laughs> hey, you know. Um, and he was in Atlanta, too. So maybe he's stabbed Hulk Hogan and WCW. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but Mustafa is here alone and he cuts a promo. And I've never heard I've never heard Mustafa cut a promo before. And I quickly realized why that is, because he is boy, he is an unintelligible motherfucker. This and this Mustafa, he, I don't know what he's talking about. Did you catch anything that he said? No, and like I was looking for like I was looking to see if Pika had subtitles because I was gonna. Say, <laughs> I wanted to see the stenographer be like, it's just a shrugging emoji. Exactly like because it was literally like, and then I'm gonna do this and this, and then I'm gonna do this and this. I'm like, what's he laughing at? <laughs> <laughs> he's, so he's talking about something, and um, because I get because it was supposed to be the gangsters versus um. Versus the, the headhunters. But he was like, basically, he was like, I'll take him on by myself. But then uh, Damien Kane, who is the manager of the headhunters, comes out and he's like, hey, Mustafa, I'd like to offer you a job as part of my crew. You can clean up after us. You can carry our <laughs> bags, all that stuff. And Mustafa's like, hey, the only job I need is a hand job. <clears throat> Pause for laughter. And uh, Damien's like, eh. <laughs> no. fuck off. Damien's <laughs> like, you boys are criminals. Uh, only birds that can't fly are jailbirds. And that's what you get. You, you fellas are. And then Mustafa doesn't take too kindly to this. He beats the shit out of Damien Kane. And then in come the headhunters, Mo Fat and Moheem. They uh they hit Mustafa with the power plex, so one of them hits a superplex, and the other guy comes off with a splash. So Mustafa's out of there. And then uh, Damien's like, "Yeah, open challenge, I guess." And then out come the Blue Brothers, as they were known in WWF, but they are now known they are now known as the Bruiser Brothers, uh, Don and what Don and Ron, yeah, Don and Ron Harris. The Bruise Brothers making their debut in ECW, also known as DOA, the uh, the skinheads from WWF. You know they had matches with the Bariquas and all that stuff. What power? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Facing off against the Headhunters here, and uh, a lot of mindless violence, just fighting in the crowd, chairs from the. I don't know. What did you? Uh, is it four stars, five stars? What do you think? Uh, yeah, five stars. Yeah. Out of ten. Uh, out of ten. But anyway, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> like, <laughs> I uh, the only thing I wrote down is like, if the Harris brothers like did a Dragon Ball fusion, they'd be Big Show. Yeah, yeah, I could right? see it. Right, he's looking it. like Paul White. Right, I was like, I just like, if Paul White came out of the dryer for too long, he looked like these fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> he could have been the third one. Like, <laughs> John Harris. That, that's what the Big Show could have been. <laughs> Oh God! I, was, I just thought about the hand job joke again. That's why I'm laughing. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Did you just get it. <laughs> Your mom was so stupid that right. he gave out hand jobs because it would help their unemployment. Anyway, um, uh, you ever hear that joke? What? I just oh. ruined it. <laughs> no, go ahead. Say it again. 
your mama is so stupid that she gave your uncle a hand job because he said it would help his unemployment. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck you. So hard. That's all I got. All right. So headhunters. <laughs> So there's a big old schmozzy finish here. So what are the headhunters? It's a moonsault. And one of the Bruise Brothers hits a big boot onto the other headhunter. There's a double pin. But apparently the brothers got the 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 bruisers, whatever the fuck they're called. The Bruise Brothers got the pin first. So they win. It's just a weird clusterfuck. I don't know. This is. But then they they're both heels at the end of the day. So it's like, why? Why are we? Why are we doing this? Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Thoughts exactly. But hey. That that like I would I would get someone to watch this match just for that moonsault though. You see yeah. a guy that fucking big do a, a beautiful moonsault like that. It's like cuz even Vader's was kind of like a little, mm-hmm. you know, like a like it was a little lopsided. Like we're talking about moonsaults here. And then like mm-hmm. well this headhunter guy, I'm going to guess it's Mofat did this uh <laughs> moonsault. It's, it was so good. <laughs> no, they as I mean, because the first time I saw a Headhunters match, was, which was the last show, I was like, God, these guys are just bumbling around in there. Like, they're so unathletic. And then this guy just the most beautiful moonsault I've ever seen in my life. So it's like, yeah. I was like <laughs> why? How? How does that like? Because he's like four foot tall and 500 pounds. It's like, how is that even physically possible? But it happened. You know, the first time I saw the Headhunters, they, one of them actually was in one of the Royal Rumbles. They like, both I think were. It was like, yeah. yeah. So like, we're on the, I remember when the first one came out. I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" I thought it was because this it was right before this show. It was like a month before this show. Um, yeah, it was the I same was outfit. Like, is this Abdullah the Butcher? Is he in the Royal Rumble? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It wasn't because then there was two of them. I was like, "What?" Borrowing Brian Pillman's fork. All right. <laughs> well, <sighs> Mo Fat and Mohim gotta love them, but you also gotta love Tommy Dreamer, even though he his his shoulders. Separated, apparently, because he's out there. He's Joey Styles is in the ring. He introduces Tommy Dreamer, who comes out in a sling. Tommy basically apologizes to the crowd. He's like, hey, Raven separated my shoulder. Uh, fuck that guy. And then out comes Raven and his girlfriend. Uh, did you catch her name by any chance? Oh, of course. Uh, uh, Kimono Wanalea. Oh, of course. <laughs> it's uh, it's fun. <laughs> Sex. So... Uh, <laughs> Come on, I want to suck your dick. <laughs> I know it's like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like what? No, no, I'll just say, like, no, I'm just, I'm just, like, I'm just saying, it's, it's, it makes as much sense. Like, yeah, come, come on, I want to, like, go down on her knees and give her your blowjob. It's like, oh, I get it. Are you just unleashing your fetishes here? She's hot as shit. Dude, she's like modern, good looking. Like, some of these girls yeah. are like, oh, yeah, like in the 90s, like, they're a little. A little coked out a little bit, but also got, you know, a little something going on. But this Kimona gal. Are you talking about Beulah? Yeah, I wasn't going to say names. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, Mula Bakilakuddy. Right. Yes. <laughs> Michael's uh, sister. But um, but Stevie and uh, Stevie Richards, Blue Meanie are also out here just to uh, add to the shenanigans. So we basically got a situation where it's like Raven Kimona, Stevie Richards, Blue Meanie on one side, and then Tommy Dreamer and Beulah on the other side. But then uh, Shane Douglas and the Bruise Brothers come out to uh, back up Tommy. 
to where Raven is like, hey, Tommy, in China, if you steal, they cut off your hands. Which, by the way, is that true? Uh, oh, yeah. You would know, right? Oh, yeah. I'm just one of my buddies. Because you're Chinese. And then uh, in Indonesia. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Like you just use the ways of me like this and shit. Right, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I can't understand you. The Raven's like, hey, in Indonesia, if you run from the police, they cut off your feet. Well, Tommy, you stole my girl, so I injured your shoulder. So prepare to die. And then those goddamn Bruise Brothers turn heel. They attack Tommy from behind. They assault Tommy's balls dick and asshole on the uh, ring post there with the most violent crotch shots, you know, the little wishbone deal on the post. Just several of them, one after the, I guess his arm was legit injured, so they didn't want to do anything like too crazy. So it's like, oh, let's assault your balls. Um, so yeah, Tommy can't have any more kids. Bruce brothers are heel and uh, Indonesians don't have feet. Thoughts? <laughs> he, he wouldn't like, was it Thailand? Like they were saying, like, what is it? You get what was yeah, the line you said of Thailand? Of... Yeah, I was just more like, like, how, who has the patience of listening to this whole promo? <laughs> He's like, <laughs> in China they take all your hands, and in Indonesia, you know, all the fans are like, the fuck is he talking? We're just kidding. right. It was it was pretty drawn out. I'm just like, I was just like, just get it over with. It's I know a classic you're... Raven promo. Yeah, it's. I mean, he was he's decent on promos except this one. But right. like my my favorite part. Of this segment was unintentionally funny. Was had to be, you know how they were like assaulting Tommy Dreamer, just beating the daylights out of him, crushing his nuts. There's a cop at ringside, just watching this whole assault, and he just, he just there watching him. You know what I'm talking about? This random cop who looking like from the from the uh, YMCA. Like, <laughs> no, the, I missed the, that. No, yeah, there's a there's a there's a, a, a security guard, like he's and he's sitting there watching this assault as it happens. I'm, it's like it's just a funny visual of an actual cop, like. In uniform, watching this this beatdown, hey, and man. just like whatever. That's fair game, I guess. This is, uh, <laughs> we're in Philadelphia, whatever. <laughs> so that means you can just go to your local grocery store, and if you're just assaulting somebody's balls, those cops, those security guards aren't gonna do anything. He's just like, okay, yeah, fuck, fuck that guy, I guess. Not, not my worst Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh. speaking of which, speaking of balls, we got J.T. Smith who probably has some balls versus Axel Rotten in a, uh, another barn burner of a contest here. We got a, uh, so a little story. So I guess JT Smith and Axel and Axel Rotten, uh, were teaming together at the last show, but then they couldn't get along. So now we got a match between them. Uh, yeah, they brawl on the outside. There's some chair shots, you know, typical ECW stuff. JT hits a DDT on the floor and then JT Smith grabs a chair Goes for like a, a moonsault off the top rope with the chair, but I guess slips. Or does he? Because it was all just an elaborate ruse to throw Axel off his game. JT gets right back up, hits Axel in the back with the chair, and beats Axel Rotten. And then after the match, gives Axel a really impressive chair moonsault, which I've never seen before. That was pretty cool. I, I thought JT Smith was the shits, but I was actually pretty... uh. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. But then the shot comes out. Hack Myers, of course, to save the day. And JT Smith is like, hey, Hack, you want to dance? <laughs> so he starts dancing. Hack's like, huh? And then JT hits him in the face with the mic. 
and they fight to the back as the crowd chants Shaw. It's a good stuff, right? That he when he when he hit him with the mic, I laughed my ass. <laughs> sorry. He's literally just <laughs> like so Oh, ooh, I'm looking over what? here. Looking over here. Punk. Clap. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Apparently that's his thing, because that's how he broke up with Axel. Right. He did the same thing. He was just talking to the mic. He's like, up. <laughs> when JT Smith has a mic in his hand, you better watch out. <laughs> Pork chops you in the face with a microphone. <laughs> and like, I just can't. JT Smith is my favorite part of this this fucking event. Because like, well, like you know, the, just the fact that he's a full blood Italian that already hey. was just killing me. It was the only thing Italian. Like you know, you know how he establishes that he's Italian. He did this. He did this this hand motion over That's and over again. Enough. That's all he ever did. It reminds me of that Family Guy show where, where uh, that Family Guy episode where Peter just kept saying "bobbity boobity, boobity bobbity boobity." <laughs> That's basically all I hear when JD Smith talks. Exactly, bobbity boobity boobity. And like, I, I, I just put down like JC. I think it's hilarious because like even his selling was just too funny. Like right. he, he went all in. Like every time he got hit, he would just, he would just like stand there like with this glazed look in his face and just kind of like, mm-hmm. just like look around and like just like and like just dramatically falls over right. and he w- he was all in and that's all you ever ask for for these wrestlers go all in in your character and that shit just comes out funny and that's jt smith he did what his job was it was it was to entertain and that's what mm-hmm. he did yeah this match sucked <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was all in on the jt smith praise but fuck him i guess because okay but who booked this shit like who seriously was like this is what we should do guys I'm gonna have you fake a moonsault off the top rope with a chair, and you're gonna slip. And if for for some reason Axel's just gonna kind of look away, and you're gonna pop up, and you're gonna hit him, <laughs> and that's gonna be the, that's the finish. Look, man, because like JT Smith, I mean, he's been he's lost matches from slipping off the top rope before, so it's like that's his thing. But I guess now that he's Italian, now he's has more balance. Right, ah, so you know, he make it to pizza, right? So now he can stand <laughs> on the top rope, and then so, but now he so said now he's just tricking people with it. He's using it against others, so he's really just an evil genius, I think. Uh, uh, I'm surprised, like, like no one does a callback to that. Are you like serious? Well, I'm talking about like <laughs> no callbacks to '96 for- JT Smith. <laughs> I'm just saying, like you know, like like on SmackDown, you know, someone like pretends to like do like a 450, but then like falls off and crashes themselves, then no sells it, and then hits a DDT and wins the match. You you should be booking a promotion. You need to start a wrestling I mean, company. I think I mean, that's GCW's money. on. Let's yeah, GCW is on your line. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a GCW thing that they would do. I feel like. <laughs> That's genius. <laughs> it's like, sorry, Janelle, Mr. Janella. I can't. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> that is a Joey Janella type of thing. You're not wrong. God damn it. But speaking of Joey Janella, we got a triple dog collar match. It's a six person tag. What's, what's wrong, Charlie? What's wrong? I mean, dog collar matches. Really? Like, okay. Like, if you got, like, okay, two, two stud like workers like two stud team workers like FTR mm-hmm. and Briscoes you're gonna do you're gonna do like by the way you know like I know it's sad to hear about Jay Briscoe that guy like I think you and I were singing his praises like, oh, yeah. a long time ago like, I, like we were I think we were talking about how we clearly like we thought that in our opinion they were like the best tag team ever like oh I don't me I'll just say me you know, just no, I, in general. I, I agree with you. Yeah. The most versatile team I've ever seen. Like, you know, like I don't care why he wasn't he, they were never booked, but in the end, I love, you know, like I love the Briscoes. But anyway, just just uh just R. I. P. But oh, yeah, uh no. yeah, like like you know, like you, that's 
hard enough as it is to do a dog collar match with two people. Mm-hmm. Four people, you need like four studs like them. Six people, holy shit! But you know why this this six this uh, dog collar match worked, right? Because of Francine's asshole on display. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like <that's, laughs> that was my answer. One B. Right. My answer one A was Saturn over and over again in the middle of the match just taken casually taken off the chain. Dude, what the fuck? Okay, so <laughs> just, just, this match, he wasn't the only one too, because I should say so the people in this match, so it's a six man tag, it's Stevie Richards and the Eliminators versus the Pitbulls and Francine. Now, of course, the Pitbulls is a team of comprised of Pitbull number one and Pitbull number two. Pitbull number two. So we got these guys in there. Right off the bell rings, Stevie kick right to the chops of Francine. So she's dead. Best part of the match. (laughs) But she comes out in this big baggy t-shirt. She takes it off. She's literally wearing lingerie. Stevie's like, wait a minute. I don't care about that. Boom. Bob's your uncle. She's out. Good night. Well, that's his thing, I guess, right? He's a sissy boy is his gimmick. Uh, To quote the crowd. (laughs) Well, no, we got to go over how Stevie Richards was introduced in this match. Go for it. It's a it's 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 a it's not a bird. Wait, no, it's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's man of steel. King of swing. One half of the fabulous ones. Super Stevie Richards is how he was introduced by the uh, ring announcer. So that's his that's his (laughs) that's his gimmick. Um, It's good stuff, right? You like that? Ah, I, it's, it was better when you said it, to be honest with you. Because <laughs> I couldn't understand what you're saying. <laughs> like, the announcer, like, oh, this is fine. I'm like, what the hell are yeah. you saying? Well, Stevie kicks Francine and then just takes his collar off. So it's like, if, okay, if you could just take your collar off, like, what's the point of this match? Exactly. But whatever. Um, and like you said, everyone else is just like, oh, they're switching co- chains. They're switching collars. It's like, at what point did we just take the collars off and just have a regular... I don't know, but uh, yeah, a lot. This match is—it's like I don't know, just mindless fighting in the crowd. Chair like at one point, like the whole first row of the crowd has chairs up, and they're just taking turns bashing each other's head into the chairs. And it's like, I guess the crowd liked it, but um, it was uh, like it was fine. The Francine part, I got you. (laughs) That was more a pit bull number one, but uh. Hmm. Good stuff. I'm number two guy kind of guy. <laughs> oh, that's uh, that's cheeky. That's cheeky. I like that. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Uh, what would you what you make of this whole uh, debacle of a? Uh... I think um, <clears throat> doing podcasting with you uh, made me realize that I really really enjoy violence against women. Okay, <laughs> sure. Comes, I'm with you. Especially when it comes out of nowhere, because like I don't know why, but like whenever I I, hyster- I hysterically laughed again right when she got super kicked out. Oh, dying. because of uh, <laughs> who did Michael Shane kick on that Ring Slim- of Honor show? Simply luscious. Simply luscious. Yeah, <laughs> just for <laughs> no like, reason. Inexplicably. <laughs> now we should say just you know you love specifically super kicks to women. Uh huh. Right. 100%. That's particularly hilarious. Cancel me and I anyway. Agree. No, that's fine. Cancel me anyway. That's fine. Get your podcast. Send all your hate mail there. Um, <laughs> it's like I said, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was it was this match was just god awful. I'm sorry. It was just like, I just I can't get into this type of. I mean, there were some like fun spots. Like they they fight yeah. to like the stage where the commentary and shit is, and 
Saturn does a moonsault off the stage onto one of the pit bulls. So there's some fun stuff here, some table spots. You know what? In ECW, like the Eliminators were were easily one of my favorite tag teams ever. Mm-hmm. Like just because like they were just so athletic and they do everything in unison. Like like most of the matches that I was watching with the, with the Eliminators, Cronus was in better shape, so he was flying even more. Right. Like. And, like and like they like they were just so like like they were like poetry in motion watching these guys and like all I wanted to see was just a total elimination one of my favorite tag team moves of all time that's all I needed to see and I was like god damn it like uh, after all this like drawn out brawling around the like this match was easy way better for the people in the crowd than oh, yeah. than me watching because I'm just like just it's just punch kick punch kick you know but the end of the, the end where all those total eliminations brought me right back <sighs> got you it's there like Charlie Charlie we got you. Like, don't worry about it. We're going to give you three of them in a row. Right. Especially the the one that one was the most satisfying. Oh, my God. And now I'm really, I really am sick. I am sick because like, <laughs> <laughs> I am a sick son of a bitch because the, the Francine total elimination uh-huh. <laughs> was so like it was just it was just I needed to see it. I'm like, are they going to do it or not? They built are they going to do it too. or not? They, they kept building. They kept teasing it, teasing it, teasing it. And then I nut. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they went for it. The first time, but then Pitbull number one saved her by spearing her out of the way. <laughs> That's like, so sweet. I, I love know. that too. I guess I'd rather get total eliminated than speared by <laughs> that big ass chronic motherfucker. <laughs> Maybe he, he was like looking at Tolmich like, hey, I want on your side, guys. I just speared her. Why are you hitting me? That could be it. That could be it. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Um, but then both uh, both eliminators get super bombed. And then uh, they go to, uh, well, they hit Stevie with not a super bomb, but like a super bomb neck breaker type move, which I don't know how Stevie didn't break his fucking neck here. Um, but then it like cuts. So I'm not sure what like what happened in between there. Damage, damage control came in. That's it. On him. That's it. I, I, they had to be. I'm telling you, like they cut out because it could have been actually. Yeah. Yeah. Even, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing it was, you know. Because like and, and like it, it sounds like a joke because the fucking name. Right. But in the end, like I <laughs> and then Io Shirai came out in perfect English said, right, so "How's your neck? Is it, is it, is it your?" You know? She's five years old. She's like, "Hello, how was your neck?" Um, hey, still old enough to beat up uh, Kenny Omega. <laughs> um, but yeah, it cuts back and all of a sudden the Eliminators have the advantage. They're choking the pit bulls with the chains, which I guess that's still a part of the match. I guess. The dog oh collars. <laughs> I'm just in in context. This sounds horrible without context. But Stevie is still dead. So Francine just crawls over and makes the cover, and gets the win. So so Francine beats the uh, beats Stevie Richards and the Eliminators. Her and the Pitbulls get the win here. But after the match, total elimination to Pitbull number two. Total elimination to Pitbull number one. And Francine tries to fight out. She slaps Saturn in the face, but just gets clotheslined. And then a total elimination to Francine. And then Charlie comes. So I mean, I'm going <laughs> to. Uh, yes, <laughs> but I, I texted you that in confidence, but OK. Um. Hey, man, that's yeah, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll cut that out. We'll, we'll bleep that out. Somebody Dear came. Diary. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. Any other. Uh, any other nuggets of wisdom on that one? No. All right. Next match. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least hey. Oh, actually, I got one more nugget. Sure. Nugget. So, okay. So so right after nugget the match, please. like you know, I, I watched this. God damn it. 
I watched I watched the smash on Peacock, right? So uh-huh. after I saw Total Elimination on Francine, it abruptly cuts to a commercial of a wholesome, <laughs> a wholesome family <laughs> dinner. <laughs> Mrs. T's it was, pierogies. It was just perfect timing. It's like it's like if you need some family time, like, or it's like wholesome family moment. <laughs> like, this is why women shouldn't be in the ring. <laughs> they should be cooking you up some fucking <laughs> hungry man. I don't know what what do people eat. That was pretty good, hungry man. Hungry man. Is that, are those still around? I don't know. Still do, still do. Did Jordan? I do shop. I shop at Food for Less. There you go. I respect oh, it. Yeah. I bet you. Uh, I bet you. Two Cold Scorpio also does. <laughs> I mean, was, was ECW pay? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he can't even afford entire tights. He has like assless chaps in there. Wrestling uh, Sabu, which by the way, Two Cold Scorpio is the TV champion. And he's defending that belt against Sabu. So this, I'm curious as to what you think about this match. Because a part of me is like, okay, this is probably like the best wrestling on this show. Yes. But at the same time, it's like 30 minutes was way too long for this, I think. Yeah, it was basically an AEW show played on (laughs) five speed. How dare you? It was an AEW match on point five speed. No, yeah. It was a lot of moves. Yeah. Yeah, and like it was inexplicable. Where, but then here's the funny thing: it's like you know, you think of, you would think of like how would you do a stage a comeback? You know, like you know, like how do you how do you you know do the seesaw like mm-hmm. like change the momentum? You know, what Sabu would do is he would just not sell. He would just get hit with a power move, pop right back up and hit him. Mm-hmm. He would just run, and like and I was just like uh, for some reason it's super entertaining to me. I'm like, oh fucking Sabu, god damn it. <laughs> but yeah, but you're right though. It was a lot of moves, but you got one guy who's just super athletic and you got one other guy who's just like really brutal, but like he like flies around and like just like throws his body around. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like, it's, I don't know. It was two of my favorites of all time. I like as a kid growing up watching WCW, I loved watching two Cold Scorpio just cause he yeah. could just do the cool moves. And Sabu was a Sabu. I think they're like both the guy, super underrated in my opinion. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. And Sabu is probably the best, one of the best sellers I've ever seen. Cause I legit thought that he was legit in, injured in every match that he did. Right. You just, you just can't tell with this guy. And people but, are like, cause Sabu has this like stigma about him that he like botches all the time. But as I'm like going back and watching all these shows, even the stuff he did in like TNA and stuff, he's like, he's fucking good. Yeah. He's smooth. Like, and like, I love, like, I love his moveset. It's just like, I mean, he, mm-hmm. He's a little formulaic sometimes because, you know, you know, an Arabian press is coming. You know, fucking right. Sabu is coming. You know, all this shit's going to come. But the thing is, it's exciting. Like, he he just, like, throws his bite around, does these amazing things. Like, I was waiting for an Air Sabu where he, t- where, where, where he would jump off the chair, jump on the ropes, and just dive on the guy, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of doing that, he, he just completely, like, flips over the ropes and right. flips into the crowd over the railing. And I'm Dude. like, this, is, this guy's amazing. Yeah. I can see. Like, but... But the beginning of the match was my favorite part. Because Sabu has this move where he dives at your legs, right? He yes. Just, he just. <laughs> and what does Tuco Scorpio do? He just simply kicks him in the face. He's Dude. Like, he just <laughs> lifts his foot up and just kicked him. I was like, yes, someone finally did it. <laughs> That's my One, favorite two, three, thing. Game over. <laughs> like in MMA, when you see that, when somebody goes for a takedown and the guy just yes. shoves his knee <laughs> and they're fucking yes. knocked ice cold. <laughs> How much yes. of a silly goose do you got to feel like? If you if you're scattering port, your gore gets fucking Curtis Blades. All he does is go for tackle. You just mm-hmm. put your fucking knee up and you you see you later. Scorpio read the scattering port on Sabu, mm-hmm. knew he's gonna dive at his legs, lifted his foot up, 
and just brains him in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, did I just say brain him in the mouth? He gave him brain in the middle of the ring. It was, it was crazy. It was the damnedest thing you'd ever see. And then and then he filleted him. But yeah, I mean, this it was, it was it was. I want to say like I liked it, but there's moments where it's like it just plotted. It just got so slow. Then all of a sudden they would do another thing that's super cool. Mm-hmm. Like there was a there was a moonsault leg drop for the love of God. It and that didn't finish the match. Machine. It didn't finish the match. And it was as crazy as it was. It was such a great move. Didn't finish the match. You just didn't know what was going to finish. It was power move, power move, power mm-hmm. move. But then, and then, and another thing was another thing. I you knew it was going to be a thirty. I, well, I didn't know it was going to be a thirty minute draw. But I was saying like Sabu was starting to do like like uh, submission holds. Yeah, Sabu has a headlock on on Scorpio. I was like, well, this isn't. There's something wrong. There's something in the water here. But, do you like actually you know you just remind me of my one of my favorite moments of this match. <laughs> Another part where I just hysterically laugh was so so Sabu has Scorpio in a headlock or a sleeper. So what so what Scorpio does, like since Sabu didn't like put him in a guard, <laughs> he didn't he didn't wrap his legs around. Him, so Scorpio goes out the back door, sneaks in between Sabu's legs out of the, the <laughs> out of the, the headlock, and then he proceeds to punt Sabu <laughs> right in the dick. <laughs> Right in like the, the asshole or something. Yeah, I don't know. It was somewhere violent, in there. Yeah, like somewhere the in the violent grumble region. I've ever seen like right, right in the scoofy. Right, like, <laughs> right there. <laughs> the scoofy kick. <laughs> like, His I was, boot like, got stuck. He'd like go <laughs> shit. Exactly. Like he came in with the, with the white boots, came out with brown. But anyway, like it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a great escape to a sleeper. I'm like, once again, why is no one stealing this? What kick kick in the grundle to escape a sleeper hole? Yeah. You're wondering why no, no like more people don't do that. Can you imagine Michael Cole going? He got kicked in the taint. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda actually, I can hear that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Vintage Liv Morgan. <laughs> oh, oh, that 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 takes it to a whole other level, right into the vagina, just uh, <laughs> shut down her opponents. That's her extreme gimmick, right? Oh, exactly. It's like number one in the rubble, kicking everyone in the taint. <laughs> I'd watch that match. Uh, take that, uh, take that legend and or a wrestler we barely ever seen. <laughs> take that fucking Tory Wilson. Exactly. He's <laughs> a kick oh, your stupid vagina. Um, but yeah, ultimately it's a thirty-minute draw. But uh, I guess they're gonna have a rematch at some point. I would assume. I don't, I don't know why else you would have a draw here. But uh, I mean, there's some cool moves in here. I mean, I can just like yeah. list off some. Uh, like Sabu does his, his like run up the chair triple jump deals like he does it with a like, poetry in motion he does like you said the swanton basically into the crowd like over the barricade onto Scorpio um, Scorpio with a bunch of power moves he had Sabu with a uh, power bomb then a huge leg drop from the top uh, lots of chair shots we got uh, Scorpio with a moonsault for a two count you got Scorpio with a Pan uh, tombstone slam of sorts, a crazy springboard sunset flip power bomb by Scorpio, suicide dives by Sabu. It's just like back and forth. Like you said, it didn't like, I don't know, it didn't feel like it. There were like peaks and valleys to it. It just felt like a constant stream of mood, like kind of like the uh, six man match. It was like a, just a constant stream of weapons. Like this was just a constant stream of moves, which is fine. But like when you're watching this for 30 minutes, I was like tuning out halfway through it. Um, the triple jump into the uh, from the ring into the crowd, but Scorpio was on a table this time. But Scorpio <laughs> yeah. gets out of the way, <laughs> thankfully. 
Uh, Sabu also almost dies on an acai moonsault. He, his legs hit the guardrail, but he also lands on his head somehow. I don't know how both of those things happened, but uh, it did. Uh, more power bombs. The moonsault leg drop, like you said, only for a two count. And then he follows it up with a leg drop with on a chair with Sabu's face under it and only a two count then, too. It's like Scorpio need to pull out a fucking gun and kill this guy. Like, what does it take? Um, yeah. And yeah, <laughs> you like, need no oh, you shot me. Fighting spirit. <laughs> and Scorpio hits a 450. And at this point, the, the ring announcer is like, one minute remains. And Scorpio has like zero urgency. It was like, what the fuck, buddy? Um, but then eventually, you know, Sabu fights back, a slingshot leg drop with the chair, and then the bell rings. 30-minute time limit draw, but the crowd gives a standing ovation. So we're kind of shitting on it a little yeah. bit, but the crowd yeah. seemed to love it. So who are we? I mean, they're the ones who literally had, like, a uh, Sabu flying their fucking laps. So I guess, you know, like, yeah. like when he did that flip, I think he, they could have gone for another 40 minutes. I would have been like, all right. You know what I mean? I guess <laughs> so. I mean... It's like, but you know, after that match, I, I highly suggest their next match be a five minute time limit. Well, <laughs> it was not, unfortunately, because we got Cactus Jack versus Shane Douglas. So, uh, for context here, like the timeline that we're in, so Shane Douglas just returned from WWF. So, he just got off his Dean Douglas run, and Cactus Jack is about to start his Mankind run. So, that's kind of like you know, crossing streams of sorts, you know, um, but man, or, uh, well, I guess mankind is already a thing. Cause I guess yeah. ECW and WWF like work together. So Mick Foley was with WWF. They're already, already doing vignettes and stuff at this point, but I guess he's tying up loose ends in ECW or whatever. So, cause there's like mankind chance. Um, Dean is dead, you know, referencing Dean Douglas from Shane Douglas's days in WWF. Um, so the story is fine, I guess. The match itself, I was a bit confused because like Mick Foley's out there and like basically the mankind, like 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 more uh, modern mankind because he had like the tie and all that stuff. So I guess he's going for like the corporate, like I'm going to WWF kind of deal. So I thought he was like, oh, I'm, he's going to be the heel. He's representing not ECW, but then he eventually like it's almost like they're building sympathy for him towards the end here. I don't know. What, what, what did you what did you make of this match? I, it was I don't know. I didn't I didn't like I didn't know the background. So I was like, I mean, I was right. kind of listening, but it's like it was it was just really confusing. So I wasn't sure. I was just more like this match was just there. It was uh, kind of just more of the same, like stylistically, yeah. I think. Like I just well, whoever like booked this match should, should, should like. They should just like be mad at themselves for because you don't want to put attention on the referee. And they Brian like Hildebrand, this, what was that guy's name? Yeah, yeah, Brian Hildebrand. But then they've they like he he that look that <laughs> looking like fucking Polly Shore in that. Like I was just like, oh, <laughs> fucking lord, Suspenders. I couldn't stop looking at him. Exactly. Yeah. Like at least have him in, like I don't know. It was like that's one of those things like you don't want to take attention from the wrestlers, but you couldn't mm. stop. It's like it's like watching two dogs fucking. You're just looking at this motherfucker. It's like why? What's up? Could I get that one more again? Like it's like watching a car crash. You just can't help it when you're driving mm. by. Right. But nope, I'm not saying it again. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm gonna keep it was, letting you go. No, <laughs> but it was it was just, uh, it, that match was just there. I don't know. Like there was just funny. I had like some funny moments that I caught where like there's this one part where like like Joy Styles like the crowd firmly behind Shane Douglas while Shane Douglas is like 
verbally berating right. him. Like he's like, man, fuck you. <laughs> so that was good timing. And then there was um like I, I got a kick out of uh there's this one part where where Cactus Jack, you know, he was going back to his roots of like being hardcore. Mm-hmm. He puts he puts a table onto uh, Shane Douglas while he's on his outside ring, and then Cactus Jack proceeds to jump on the wrong side of the table and the elbow drops on onto um onto Shane Douglas, so mm-hmm. it's much more painful on him. Like the metal like, part of yeah. the table, yeah. I'm just saying, all right, you do you. <laughs> like, Fucking idiot. Like, but yeah, and like it was just. But then I think the the one part that bothered me the most had to be. When the referee gave the handcuffs to Shane Douglas, mm-hmm. that one was just like, all right, I can see that. Hey, the ref is in it with Shane Douglas, but why are you showing sympathy afterwards when you're asking him, "Do you want me to stop the match?" After exactly. I clearly just helped him. Because yeah, like the match is whatever, like you yeah. said. And then the ref hands Shane Douglas a pair of handcuffs. Shane Douglas, you know, puts it around his hand like brass knuckles, basically, and knocks out McFoley. And then he cuffs Cactus Jack, his hands behind his back. And then proceeds to give him a bunch of chair shots to the head, like pretty reminiscent of that Rock Mankind match. Oh That's my God, that was immediately so hard what I, the chair shots actually seem less violent here than that one, but still, I mean yeah. they're unprotected chair shots, whatever they are. Yeah. And then uh, Shane's like, "All right, Mick, this is Troy Martin talking," which is Shane Douglas's real name. Really? I, I had to look it up just to verify, but oh. it is. Um, Michael Hickam, bottom like. There we go. There we go. Um, but he's calling him Mick to not Cactus Jack. So he's again, we're trying to like lean into this reality based kind of stuff. And he's like, all right, just give up Mick. He's keeps, cause he's handcuffed and he can't defend himself. And Mick's like calling out for Vince. And then he calls out for Mikey Whipwreck to come save him, who they're kind of, they're like estranged tag team partners at this point. Um, Shane gives him a few more chair shots and then puts him in a figure four leg lock. And then, the, like, the Mick is still calling out for Mikey to come out. Then Mikey comes out and then just smashes Mick Foley on the head with a steel chair. Like, because he was in a figure four. And then the way Mikey just swung down at him just looked, like, aesthetically pleasing, I guess. It's weird to say. Um, but it looked good. And it just knocked the shit out of Cactus Jack. And then Shane wins with the three count while he's in the figure four. So Shane wins. But again, it's like, okay, are we, like supposed to feel bad for cactus jack even though he's leaving us like i, I was confused and is shane douglas a heel a face because he just saved a fan from getting murdered by brian pillman earlier and now he's i don't know this, this felt like they were doing too much here i think it's like don't worry mordecai won't hurt you um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry oh uh, yeah I, I, my sentiments exactly i'm like who's the face who's the heel? i feel like i'm cornet like sorry I, I don't know if you listen to cornet's podcast but who's the face who's the heel you know, it's like it's just, mm-hmm. it's so it was confusing. But one thing to note that that chair shot you're talking about was that was like all of Shane Douglas's chair shots combined. <laughs> yes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what Cactus did to piss off Mikey, but he brained the daylights out of that dude. Oof. Like it was it was convincing. It was a convincing shot to knock him out. Yeah, it was pretty good. So so and yeah, that happened. That is actually a match that happened. That's for sure. Hundred percent. But then after that, that brings us to the main event, ladies and gentlemen. We got the ECW title on the line, which, by the way, I don't know if I've I've been covering all these shows. I don't know if I've ever seen the ECW title defended in the main event. So that was amazing to see. Uh, We got the champion Raven versus the Sandman. So a pretty big time feeling match here. Um, But it was just 
I don't know, man. This this was this is another weird match. Like parts of it felt like ECW, but with a little lucha libre weirdly sprinkled in there, but also some like 2006 TNA sprinkled in there with the finish. It was just because like you got like brawling on the outside in the beginning. You got like planches to the outside by both guys weirdly. Uh, Sandman hits a brain buster, which is fun. Oh, that was uh, one of the best brain brushes I've seen in a long time. It was. Oh, yo, that was really fucking good. I feel like Sandman oh. could probably be a really good wrestler if he tried. I mean, probably I not. Actually, rest, probably I don't much, yeah. <laughs> just, just like one less Steve Weiser, maybe. But yeah, yeah. Um, but then yeah, Sandman he like beats on Raven on the outside, and then he throws a bunch of chairs in the ring. In the ring, they both get back in the ring. Raven hits his even flow DDT on the Sandman on a chair. But then Missy Hyatt, who is out there with the Sandman. By the way, what do you know about Missy Hyatt? Uh, just like dirty videos. Oh, is that true? Yeah. I'll have oh, to do my research. That's basically it. I don't know. Really, <laughs> I think I think she was in um, Dewey for a she while. She was like back in the day. I thought for yeah. some reason I thought she was like an act actress or something. But yeah, I guess she was like a manager in WCW. I guess she, I guess she, she was, was an actress. actress. Yeah, you know, but, right? Yeah, yeah, but, <laughs> uh, but then no, uh, no, no, I don't know much about her. I don't either. I was hoping you did, but I don't. Uh, but she's a lovely gal. Got some. Uh, she's, she's got. She's a handsome woman. I would describe her. I don't as. know. When she walked down the ring with with uh, Sam, it looked like her and his face was melting in unison. Yeah, was, yeah. Right there, they they both. It wasn't their better best day. Let's just say that. <laughs> that's that's fair to say. <laughs> well, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, I was gonna say her and Kimono Wanalea get into a little cat fight here, because you uh, you can't have an ECW show without a cat fight, I guess. And Francine's already murdered, so you can't have her in one. Um, so the women get taken out by security, but Raven still has Stevie Richards and Blue Meanie with him. So Stevie gets in and a Stevie kick to Sandman. Raven pins him for a two count. Uh, there's a moment here where the ref gets taken out with a scoop slam. Like I think a Raven or Sandman picks up Raven for a scoop slam. The ref takes a bump, but then Sandman hits him with a slam and then a leg drop. And then the ref just gets back up and pins. It's like, what was the point of that bump? Unless it was like a legit bump that he took, like he wasn't expecting. Um, just a lot going on here. Another ref bump right after that. He gets sandwiched in the corner. Yep. Then it's Stevie Richards and Blue Meanie get in the ring. Sandman hits Blue Meanie with a cane. Richards runs away. And then the Bruise Brothers come out. <laughs> Double spine buster to Sandman. Raven pins for a two count. So you can't you can't kill Sandman, I guess. But then Raven eventually wins with a top rope drop toe hold, I guess. That was On, cool. <laughs> it was pretty sick. <laughs> Because Raven was known for that. You know, he sets up a chair and does the drop toe hold into the chair. But it was essentially that, but from the top rope. But then he follows it up with a DDT and gets the win. So Raven successfully defends his title. And uh, a lot of bullshit chants from the crowd. So I guess they weren't happy. I guess Raven was a pretty good heel at this point. I guess they, they loved Sandman. They really wanted him to win the title here. So they got some good characters being developed here. But yeah, the match it was getting a pretty weird match. I don't know. What do you think about it? Uh, 
weird is a perfect word for it. It was just like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck is going on. But uh, my highlights were definitely like watching Missy Hyatt like ragged all the daylights out of Kimona because I think Heyman clearly told Kimona, don't get any offense in this cat fight. Just don't. <laughs> like, it's because she did her job. Right. <laughs> like, it, it, was, it, like, it was just flat out like a mess where like Kimona, like, you know, it's like, like apparently Kimona, the way she fights is she just walks into people without her hands up. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I'd get this far. <laughs> exactly it's like it's like so no one's pulling me back is this happening Just, i'm not gonna get hit <laughs> <laughs> What's and then, like, missy Hyatt, exactly and like missy Hyatt just like just like palms her in the face and i'm like this is great i can't right. watch this all day so <laughs> so that, that was pretty cool i mean like i mean ecw ref bumps i'm like why i mean you let these guys hit each other with chairs and yeah. all fucking day thank you and it's like sitting so like, why am I like hiding this from the ref? I'm gonna. This is what I'm gonna do in front of the ref. I'm gonna pull out a machete. Because what are you well. like? I mean, what are you gonna do? Like fucking like like disqualify me? Stop it. Ref was down. All right, guys, come in here. Well, maybe is that the ECW rule? Is it like you can use any weapon in the world as long as no one interferes? Is that what it is? I guess I don't know. They they don't have the code of honor like Ring of Honor did in the day. It was like no sneak attacks. But um. That would be the day I would die with like ECW. Like, <laughs> All right, be- before this Taipei death match, please, please uh, shake hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have these shards of glass on your wrists, but uh, no, no sneaking behind each other. No ref bumps. Before we start the stairway to he- heaven match, please, <laughs> with barbed wire hanging above you, please shake hands. For we're, we're, we're all about sportsmanship here, guys. Exactly. <laughs> but uh. But no, it was like like that that drop to hold from the top row was very fucking cool. I I love that part. And yeah, it was it was you, you got another caning session by Sam and just bashing the daylights out of everyone. Hmm. Like whack 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 whack. I could watch it all. That day. motherfucker can swing a cane. He can. He I think he was he might have killed somebody. Like I think it was one of those those cane shots where like he went full swing like Barry Bonds shit. You know, <laughs> like McGuire or McGuire him like 435 feet home run like shit it was brutal yeah blue meanie took good. a few brutal ones just like yeah. baseball swung like with one hand but like rearing back and yeah that's his thing though so he was the easy you would think jbl was in this match <laughs> yeah, can you imagine <laughs> well yeah i mean i mean that the way the way this show ended though because that was the main event right it was the weirdest finish to a show i've ever seen in my life exactly because like that was at the end of the match it was just it was just missy height and sam are just staring at each other right dude the crowd was so confused because like yeah so the match ends then everyone leaves except blue meanie because sandman's still on the mat because he's knocked out so blue meanie He's like mocking Sandman. He has like his cane. He's dancing above Sandman's dead carcass. Then Meanie pulls out a beer from his asshole, I'm assuming. I don't know where he got it from. Opens the beer. Exactly. And uh, he's dancing with the beer open. So it's like dribbling on Sandman's face, which I guess revives the Sandman because beer to the face revives him. And uh, Sandman gets back up. But Meanie still has the cane, so Meanie, like, canes Sandman in the head, like, pretty hard, by the way. But Sandman doesn't go down, and then, uh, but then he takes the cane and knocks out Meanie, of course. And then runs off Raven and the Brewers brothers who come back. They try to come back, but they're like, oh, never mind. And then Sandman grabs the mic, but the mic isn't on, so he's yelling something, but we can't hear him. And then Missy Hyatt just comes in and, then, like, gives him a cigarette and lights it. And then the show ends. 
they, like you said, they're staring at each other. They're like trading the cigarette back and forth for like what seemed like five minutes. It was probably like a minute. And the shit just ends. It's like, what is this building to? What's the what's the cliffhanger here? Who gives a shit about Missy Hyatt? I don't I don't know. Maybe he had to be there. But yeah, I'd, I'd, I would ask for my money back. I'd be like, I need five dollars back now. You know? Oh, man, I can't I can't. I can't with this. Like, come on, guys. Because, <laughs> like, any, like, I've been to, in the, I just went to an independent show just last week. And, like, the, the main event was, like, it's just awesome. This is, like, ECW where, like, you have, like, hundreds of fans legitimately coming to watch your events. And you're going to finish it with that shit? I hope there was a dark match. I really hope it was a dark match. And it was just mm-hmm. Sandman caning Mikey Whipwreck for, like, two minutes straight. <laughs> I, I, Dude, the crowd would vape that up, too. Exactly, they would have, and then it's like it's like out comes out for the save comes dirt bike kid. Thank you, <laughs> kill him. <laughs> That's what the segment needed—a little dirt bike kid to make a run in to set up their future match. Maybe he'll, maybe that'll be the next match. Who knows? Maybe. But uh, uh, man, speaking of dirt bikes, I don't have anything. But yeah, any other thoughts on? Uh, Why don't we room away out of here? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, that would that would have been good. I'll steal that one later. I'll just cut out your part. Uh, yes, yeah, Cyber Slam '96. Any other uh, overall thoughts on this this uh, barn burner of a wrestling program? Uh, like you gave me a choice in what to watch, right? And mm-hmm. I said I, I want to watch uh, I want to watch this because it looks like the biggest train wreck, right? Mm. And like I wasn't wrong. It definitely was a train wreck, and I couldn't decide if I liked it or not. You know, it's like it was just like it was just all over the place. Right. And then. But in the end, it was fun. Like I, you know what? It like moment to moment. Like you know, I wouldn't have seen like the silly shit, like the like the woman getting super kicked or like that that <laughs> beautiful punt to the nuts after like escaping a choke. Like you know, like, so I I enjoyed the show and like you know I was glad that uh, you asked me to watch it because it was like, you know what? Still better than SmackDown. <laughs> no, no, raw, raw, raw. There you go. Three hours of raw. So your main takeaways were woman got super kicked in the face. Somebody got kicked in the asshole and mm-hmm. dirt bike kid. That that's cyber slam 96 in a nutshell. You were saying you would say, let him piss, let him piss, let him, let piss, him piss. And I'll let you piss your uh, social medias away on, on into the ears of the listeners. Uh, I guess you're still with get Joe, right? I you're like a territory. You're like you're like the Puerto Rico of Getcho. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, unless they officially like kicked me out, which I hope they didn't. But like, mm. like any like, backstage no, heat? <laughs> Not at all. We we're still buddies. Like and like, I just want to like shout out to Garnon and Justin for keeping Getcho going because they still they still pumping out episodes. It's still just as great great content. They have people come along that we met through Twitter, you know, like, mm. and then like, they're all fucking amazing. So you'll, you'll still get that barbershop feel. You still get that like, fr- like friendship. You can feel it because it's there, you know, and like, it's, 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 it's the same thing, having fun, making wrestling fun. T- so get show. I still would vouch for them all day, every day. Me, I haven't been on an episode for like, it feels like years now, but it's been a year or so. And like, maybe one day I'll, I'll be able to go on again. And like, you know, maybe the, maybe I could do like a spot show or something like that. But me, I'm just, I'm just named Charlie on on my uh, on my uh, so I look for Charlie and that's my Twitter. Actually, my Twitter is get your pen and paper ready, guys. I'm sure I'm sure you guys can run out of ink for this one, but it's uh at C P A W E E L A I. 
which is basically my last, my real last name. I, like, is that I your Twitter kinda... or is that your Instagram? Oh. I think you're Insta. I think no, isn't your, isn't Chardy be bad on Twitter? No, not anymore. Like I, oh, I'm trying to change oh. it back because I wanted, I wanted, I missed my Chardy be bad one. I was like, so, oh, okay, so yeah. Right now it's still my, it's still my like uh my legit last name or kind of you know, but. Hmm. Yeah, it's I used to be Charlie Be Bad on Twitter, but you can always find me like same thing, like like I like through Get Show. But in the end, I'm hoping to change it right back to Charlie Be Bad because I miss it. All right, I miss. I, I, I love I, I I love Johnny Be Bad. I, I'm that's Damn. that's so weird. I was named after him, but he was with Sable. Yeah, what a he weird. He was with Sable. Uh, well, <laughs> I guess never asked why was it Charlie Be Bad. Like, are you just a, a secret Johnny Be Bad Mark? Is well, that like I mean, your guy? Like, well, look, well, it's the it's always Charlie B. You know, like like I always like that name. It goes, you know, Cardi B, Charlie B, whatever. My last yes, name started big B. ass. Yeah, you know that too. Mm, yeah, like mm. like I was cake. Anyway, um, no, and it just kind of like it just kind of like flowed, and like you know, I was just happened to be. It just kind of goes back to like how I used to watch old WCW, and then, and Johnny B. Bad was legit. One like one of my like like favorites as a kid growing up. Like, oh look at this guy. Like you know, like I just I mean I know he was like a, like a little little Richard, uh, like fucking. Well, what Cosplayer. was your what was your favorite uh, finishing move of Johnny B. Bad? Because he had like twelve of them. I I mean I had to, you know what though when when he rebranded to Mark Marrow, that's when I loved him more because like he was he he had uh, the most beautiful shooting star press I've ever seen and he mm. used to do the TKO which is another one of my favorite moves of all time right and, yeah so uh, I would say that but then when back in Johnny B. Bad days he was he was he just had a punch he, he do you remember what it was called uh, the woman's right. <laughs> No, it was uh, it was the disc that don't miss, right? It was the tutti frutti. Was it tutti frutti? So who did the disc that don't miss? I thought his nickname was the kiss that don't miss. That makes way more sense. That makes he, way more sense. He also it, had the, the the bad blaster, which was his little yeah. his little gimmick that he shot. His, Where he just uh, like jerks jerks and just shoots out like confetti. Wait, what does he do? Jerks it and just shoots out confetti. Let him piss. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, thank you to Charlie from the Get Show podcast for joining me on this lovely, lovely episode. Always a good time with Charlie. He's a good boy. He's a sweet boy and a fat cock. Go follow him at ChardyBeBad on Twitter. We talked at the end of the podcast about how he had like a different handle, but he's literally changed it right after the fact. So ChardyBeBad on Twitter. All of his socials I'll put in the description, of course. Check out the Get Show podcast as well. Great group of boys over there and um apron bump on all the socials for me of course all my full episodes wherever you listen to podcasts on youtube as well give the video a like maybe a subscribe or maybe a uh a nipple twist i don't know i don't know what the algorithm wants um but with that let's let's grade this show shall we i need like a stinger like a doop boop ba doop doop um but for now i'll just be like hey Let's score it now. Um, let me pull up this little doodity. This is the little doodad. So we got our scoreboard up. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, if you're listening, I'll uh, provide the commentary as we go through this. So uh, at this point in uh, February of 1995, February slash March ish time period, WWF has a uh, stranglehold on this race so far with 18 points. WCW, a fat goose egg, 
and the ECW has four. And as explained in previous episodes, this is based on pay-per-view grades, average grades, you know, best pay-per-view, worst pay-per-view, best wrestling, worst wrestling, best overall, best, you know, we'll go through it. But there's a lot of criteria involved. And uh, But first, we must start by grading this pay-per-view. So A or S through F grading system here. Obviously, S being the best and F being the worst. So ECW Cyberslam, what shall we grade it? We grade ECW, the last show was an F. Big Apple Blizzard Blast and House Party was a C. So where does this fall? I don't think it's an F. Um, but I'm I'm probably gonna go D for this one. Not great. You had the Brian Pillman moment was cool. I mean, the matches were fine. Like Sandman Raven was fine. Sabu, well, you, know, you, you listen to the podcast. You know how we felt about it. Um, but to me, man, it just wasn't the strongest show overall. It felt um, it had a lot of weak points. It felt like it took a while to kick in. Um, the best wrestling match was Sabu versus Tuco Scorpio. And, you know, we kind of noted our problems with that too long. Not really coherent. There's a lot of lot of a lot of bullshit on this show, to be perfectly honest. But it's it was it wasn't the worst thing. There were some uh, admirable moments about it. So it's not the worst thing. So I'm not going to give it an F, but it does get a D in my book. So what does that mean? We, we compare. We look back and we compare WWF, WCW and ECW and who has the highest average grade and at this point. It is a WWF with a 3.5, which I guess would be what, like a C, C plus. Um, so WWF gets that and they had it last time, too. So no changes there. Now, the question is, does anything else change? Starting from the top, best pay-per-view in your house six as of right now. That has not changed. I believe we gave that a B, right? Yep. So uh, pretty objective there. Worst pay-per-view. This was not the this was, this was not worse than Super Brawl. Um, in ring, I, I I don't think anything's really changed. I think WWF at this point still has the best in ring product, um, best match on this show. Nothing was better than Shawn Michaels versus Owen Hart from In Your House Six, but nothing was worse than Hogan versus Giant. And WCW, I think that was Super Brawl, right? Um, yeah, I mean, like, like there's squash matches and stuff, like, but this worst match, you have to consider the stakes involved, the position on the card, because like Hogan and Giant was the fucking main event. So um, that's still the worst roster, star power. The only change that we've seen in this show is Brian Pillman. I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure that he actually wrestles for ECW. I could be wrong there. I don't know how long he stays there. It can't be too long. Cause I know he's in WWF at some point. Um, but again, I'm not, I'm not familiar with everything about this era, so I could be wrong, but as of right now, I guess we got to go in, into it with that because we're not, you know, taking hindsight into account, right? We're not, we're not, you know, factoring in what matches happen later in the year and all that stuff. We're not factoring the NWO. So I guess we got to factor it at this point in time. 
So I guess Brian Pillman does have an effect on ECW. But, and as of right now, I have WCW with the best roster. And I, yeah, I think Brian Pillman, I don't know if he's enough to really change that balance. Because WCW, I mean, they have a bunch of huge stars and a lot of talent, too, in the Cruiserweights and stuff like that. So I don't think Brian Pillman is enough to really sway that. And there's really no other differences, right? Um, Wrestler of the year, still Shawn Michaels. Worst of the year, Hulk Hogan. Um, I don't know if that'll ever change, but we'll see. Uh, Out of ring. So this is gimmicks, characters, promos, storylines. Best overall in this category. Right now, I have ECW, um, and I think I'm going to keep it that way. I think they, they got some good stuff with, like, the Mick Foley story, uh, Dean Douglas. They got you know, Raven and Tommy Dreamer. They got they got a really top to bottom. They're probably the most well-rounded show, I would say, um, as, of, as of right now, because they got tag teams. They got Taz being built up, so they got a lot of good stuff going on. So I would say ECW is still maintains that best storyline right now i have diesel and taker uh nothing on this show i don't think swayed me from that um one that comes to mind is is raven and tommy dreamer but i don't really think that was further too much on this show so diesel taker still has it worst character storyline dungeon of doom again i don't know if that will ever change but uh we will see but that definitely maintains as of right now. So I don't think there's really any changes here um, other than WWF. Well, no, that's, that's still the same too. Yeah. So no changes in the scoreboard. Still got WWF with 18 WCW is zero ECW with four. So um, D pay-per-view, I would say uh, not the best uh, can't all be winners, but Hey, we got Brian Pillman. That was a cool moment. And uh, his Johnson and uh, the fucking dirt bike kid was here, too. So that was cool, right? Well, anyways, that's about all daddy has for you today. Thank you guys so much for listening. I do love you all. I would come and I would hug all of you right in your knees. What does that mean? You decide. Thank you guys for listening. I love you all. Big smooches. I'm hard.